Welcome back to Hashtag Single with Jeanette Bonner. I am not a relationship expert or sex therapist. I'm just a regular New York City woman navigating the world as a single, independent feminist. Hashtag Single is about having honest conversations with other singles in today's device-obsessed culture. So I hope you'll join me on this interesting, challenging, and complex journey as we navigate the ins and outs of singledom. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Hashtag Single. This is Jeanette. I am your host, and I am here today with uh, my lovely friend Priyanka. Thank you for being on the podcast with me. Hello. Fucking thrilled to be here. <laughs> Fucking Sorry. thrilled. I should have asked you. If how you could curse, are we girl. That is not my. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Pops, Can we? We. <laughs> We haven't gone there yet, but thank you for breaking the seal. Well, you're welcome, world. <laughs> it's going to be a good time, you guys. Uh, also, if that offends you, maybe it's time to tune out right now. <laughs> um, and Priyanka brought her friend Jonathan. Hello. Jonathan, Hello. thank you for being here. Of course, of course. Um, we just met, and I love bringing strangers into this crazy world. I was like, hey, do you listen to the podcast? And he's like, no. I'm like, good. <laughs> um, oh, this one's delicious. Delicious. Oh, what a lovely word. Um, I wish I had friends that called me delicious. That's so nice. Well, you are entirely delicious. I don't work with undelicious people. <laughs> so you're going to so call I'm me delicious. I'm particularly excited thank to work you. with you today. Yeah, I love your voice. I love um, your voice. Mm. Can okay, we so just, Jonathan, just leave the room? Tune in to find out if there's a threesome or <laughs> Priyanka and Jeanette are single no more. Um, oh, weird. is this what happened? <laughs> no, no. Sounds I wish good. I... Good. <laughs> yeah, I sleep with all my guests. If only. Um, weird sidebar. How do you... How, you've listened to the podcast. I how do you feel about my intro? Ooh. Um, it's uh, like that that little... That was a I terrible... I kind of love it. I went on a date with a guy a second date so he had listened to my podcast it always comes up on dates which i'm not going to be apologetic about but he was like um i find your intro to your podcast really sexy Ooh. yeah and i was like um and he's like can we do it to your podcast and oh. I was like, no that, oh God, this needs to be a video podcast because you're getting excellent facial expressions oh, yes. here so oh yeah now you're gonna listen to the podcast aren't you that's never been said to me before i was like i it's like slightly mm-hmm. – I'm not even going to say it because that's going to ruin it for me forevermore. I was going to say it's kind of porny. But I then I listened back say. to it and I'm like, no, it's not. It's like fun commercially poppy. He, he's no, the just... music isn't porny, but the suggestion that you do it to your <laughs> voice is kind of like if you're a porn star and then you're sleeping with a boy or a girl and they're like, oh, can we can we do it to you doing it to him? To it, it, Is that what it is? It's that super know, meta like – A little bit? I don't know. Anywho, back to you. Mm-hmm. Priyanka, you're single. Oh, by the way, and Jonathan, this is new to you. I just had to tell him he was the voice of the patriarchy and he reacted very positively. Sure. Um, so the rules of the podcast are that I'm going to talk to Priyanka about her love life, um, which I'm sure is very juicy. Uh, you're going to sit back and listen to everything we are going to have to say. I'm a good listener. And then, oh, that's so wonderful to hear. And then I'm going to check in with you. And um, uh, that's your time if you want to respond or if you you have questions or just whatever, throw sure. it at us. I won't speak unless spoken to. That is, those are the rules. Thank you for understanding. I mean, how are you still single, Jonathan? <laughs> I, sat I, I just added your entire name on a podcast. <laughs> oh, we'll edit. Maybe we'll Ladies. edit. It'll no, be like, it'll be garbled when people play it back. I'm, they can see I'm blushing this whole time. <laughs> oh, aren't we all? Um, okay, great. So Priyanka, tell me about your single journey. 
Where are you at in your love life, in your single life? Oh, good Lord. Um, Catching up to date. Have you watched the show The Good Place? Yeah. Okay. So let's imagine The Good Place. And I'm currently on the train from the medium place to The Good Place, which is actually the bad place. But I like it a little bit naughty. So I'm not very angry about that. (laughs) This is a really intense metaphor. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I've been single for going on five years now. Okay. I'm uh, 10, so don't be ashamed of that. Oh, God. I really like myself, so good, I'm not good. Mad good girl. It. Good girl. Um, I'm very, very selective about who I let into my life. Good. And um, I have an amazing circle of, like, fucking brilliant friends that I could call it. And we all live in different time zones. Um, one lives in India. She used to live in Scotland. The other lives in California. But she used to live in India. Oh, my goodness. And we all went to architecture school together. So we went through death, came through beyond. Oh and so we're going to be together forever. It's great. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Are they single? Um, is this one your, of them your is single double. Group? One of them just got married. Okay. Uh, well, not just. Two double, years ago. I love that. <laughs> the other one is, uh, um, we've the three of us have been friends for going on, I want to say, 13 years now or some, something crazy like that. And uh, my my one single friend um, it has been single and is the most inspiring type of single because she gets her heart broken may- this year alone. It's been maybe about three times and is still so open to, to meeting someone new and puts herself out there and mm. is not risk averse like me sat here going you don't get to fuck with my feelings and unless i let mm. you like moving to america was a very um blinkers on you're here to do this one major thing yeah and this has come up on the podcast before yeah. just like uh, this is why i think we think we pose probably <laughs> that a lot of new yorkers mm-hmm. um have a harder time dating because you don't move to New York unless you are passionate about or and or driven um, about something that you want, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that is the number one in your life. And then dating and relationships are the number two. Mm-hmm. And so, if we are all prioritizing the number one, all of us don't. Ha- all of us are risk averse and don't fuck with my feelings because we are here for that one mm-hmm. specific thing. You know, um, it makes us harder to date because we don't want to compromise yeah um that's that was so on the money that's literally what it is yeah however um the american dream is so delicious again delicious because of um the inherent optimism that is really woven into our culture and as a country or as a collective of humans with borders but tell me more about what being single has been like for you in new york city Oh my gosh. Um, so dating and I, um, I kind of grew up a little bit everywhere, like all over the world. Um, but I've primarily dated in India while I was at university and um, I went to school, high school in India. She's like, where do I start my story? <laughs> so when I was I'm six. such a fucking rebel, right? So, uh, A, it started off with, um, my family is not very religious. Thank heaven that opens up a whole world of, of just, Train of Opportunities. Yeah, sure. Um, they're not very religious, um, but I grew up in a very mixed country, which is Hindu, Muslim, Christian, and Zoroastrian. Started dating when I was 14 and have 
pretty much serial dated until I was 23. And then 23 onwards, I've, pre- I've stayed fairly single. Um, and the only gap that I had in my dating during my younger years was maybe a few months in between relationships. And like, I was pretty monogamous. So at the time, we'll talk now. Um, but it was like six month relationships, eight month relationships, then a five year relationship. Um, yeah. And it was fabulous. I've only dated excellent men. Um, that's lovely to hear. It kind of really is. And, um, now I read a lot of stories about like, <laughs> like mine. Like your, <laughs> your Facebook is my favorite thing. I'm glad um, you are yeah, and laughing at my pain. <laughs> I mean, schadenfreude, not so much, right? I've stayed uh, pretty single after having moved to America because dating in India and dating in America really different was the original point I was trying to make. Um, in America, you sort of start off with the sexual flirtation, but in India, it's more of a courtship process. Mm. And so how you meet people and how I've pretty much met everybody is a friend of a friend and you usually meet in a huge group. Oh, that sounds amazing, actually. It's delightful. It's such an intelligent way to meet quality people. Yeah. And it's so lovely because the whole community kind of comes around you for it. And you go, oh, Priyanka's eyeing that guy over there. We'll call him Jason. Um, And Priyanka's eyeing Jason over there. Wonderful. Is Jason eyeing Priyanka? Oh, yes, he is. And then the friends around you will go, you know what? Just go go fetch me that little thing from that table over there. And then they'll send you on your way. And then you're like, oh, Jason's kind of nice. And he goes, oh, Priyanka's kind of nice. Wonderful. The friends kind of get around you and go, we need to throw another party. And then they throw the next party just to kind of bring a couple people together. And so you meet these people in social settings time and time again in like a no pressure situation. And you get to know who they are. And you're not dating at this point. Right. You're just spending time with each other. You're maybe, you know, doing... As human beings. As human beings. With context. I could see how you would be in several relationships from 14 to 23, (laughs) You know, having met people that way and then how interesting that you come to America, more specifically, you come to New York yeah. and the system is completely mm-hmm. dismantled. It's really, That's fascinating. Really and plus, I don't date within the industry because uh, for me, I've worked far too hard and I have absolutely no intention of mixing work with play. I got you. Because to be here, to be privileged enough to get to do this because it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of emotional stamina for the people around you. And it takes, um, like long-term mental grit. Yeah. I don't um, want, I don't I'm like to let an insecure man get in the middle of that. Mm. Well, that's like assuming that assuming I know, <laughs> actors um, or people in the industry are insecure. Again, insecure. risk of us. And I there actually, are so many wonderful people around. So there, I just, I don't like it because I find that most of us that tend towards, especially if you're actors, but yeah. in our industry, most people tend to be, uh, well, you're your own champion, right? So sure. you're the number one, mm-hmm. you're, you're chef number one in the room. And so, um, two people together who are the number one, who's going to be in the relationship. You know how they say there's like the, um, there's like the, 
the planter and the gardener. That's like a terrible metaphor. Someone told me it's I'm like so curious. Go in, on. in a relationship, there always has to be, or the other one I've heard is like when you're thinking about two, like I hate this one also because it's so sexual. The star but like and the, the wagon? The, the two plugs, like there's a female and a male end. Oh, like I one so always has to be like this. the giver and one has to be the receiver. Mm-hmm. So if you have two people who are alpha personalities who have treated their life and their career as if they are the most important mm-hmm, person mm-hmm. in the room, they are the chef in the kitchen. You can't have two chefs in the kitchen. So it um, sometimes gets – and my philosophy is this is why there's a lot of divorces in Hollywood Mm. is because um, there's two – Alpha lead personalities, and the and neither wants to compromise. I have three exceptional humans that I will date who right. all exist in the industry. Yes, actually four. One of them being dead. That doesn't make sense. How are you going to date Once, them? I, I wouldn't be able to. So, so it's it's all hypothetical, isn't it? It's that far away in the future. This is amazing. Um, the dead one, the man who who got away, is George Carlin. I fucking love him. Okay. Um, so if you met his like doppelganger. Or if they cloned him, you would date him. Oh, God. Okay. In a heartbeat. Good to know. He's delightful. Um, the second one, Christian Ball. The third one is Jen Colella, who is the kindest person I've ever met and incredibly sexy. Okay. Um, and the third is Trevor Noah, who oh I God. also enjoy immensely. Oh, my God. I, I know. I just love the fact that you're like, I'm not dating anyone in the industry. Hold on. Except for <laughs> <laughs> these four people. Except for those people. I think and that's wonderful people. No, I think that's really charming. Everyone should have exceptions to their own <laughs> roles anyway, especially in dating. So have you been, um, you've been dating, you've mm-hmm. been dating, meeting people on apps. How mm-hmm. has it been going the last I've tried five all years? of these apps. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, so started off with Tinder, very, very late adopter because um, I don't think I function ver- very well on apps. I'm much more... Nobody does. Yeah. They're broken. They're uh, broken yeah. pieces mm-hmm. of ways to communicate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Um, but there we are. We've, we've got apps just to like find humans from a larger pool. And especially because I'm always working in the industry when I'm not acting i'm taking pictures of people who are also in the industry right it's a, it is a great um, way to reach yeah. outside the the, pool. the circle of people that you know absolutely agreed um so and people generally i found are extremely nice i have not met a ridiculous human um o- over apps i know your eyes are getting wider and wider for the people listening in <laughs> Jeanette. i'm sure they are i'm like um, yes Yes, I know. I, I mean, I've read your stories, but yeah. Um, they've usually been amazing, completely um, not my cup of tea, however, because why? Why are they not my cup of tea? I'm thinking of all of them as a collective, which is just unfair. This is, Are these like people that you've met from one app or just generally people that you're going on dates with that you're meeting on apps, any app? Yeah, the app dates are significantly um, different to my, oh, In I just met you at a dates? coffee shop date. Tell me, tell me why. It's um, most people I don't think are very good at writing profiles. And so it, it's there's just a bit of an emotional and... Uh, mental disconnect when you meet them in person mm. you're like oh god i was so expecting somebody else but no let me appreciate you as a person right now oh nope so it turns out i don't appreciate you as a person goodbye um but have a nice life please do because i'm sure there's somebody for your for yes. your there's a female plug for your male plug go enjoy your life um i'm 
just not with me. Oh, in my pants. Um, and also, I find that, my goodness, these men want to, like, sleep with you immediately. And that is not my bag at all. Um, very, very few people get to be in my life, let alone get to stick their penises where they'd enjoy. Wow. Can you cut that out, please? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, that was amazing. Okay. Um, that's um, it, but especially because that's like very astute, those two observations. Like firstly, that you not necessarily are meeting the person that you mm-hmm. thought you were going to be meeting. And secondly, yes, and this has come up before in other podcast episodes, we talk about like this expectation of um, women wanting to connect as humans and mm-hmm. men expecting some kind of like sexual um, exchange. Mm-hmm. And like, where is that coming from? Uh, obviously, we haven't reached the bottom of it. Maybe this is something that Jonathan can talk about later on. Um, <laughs> but like, like, what is it around our online culture that um, that leads to that disconnect? Mm. And what is it about the the online culture that that shifts men into that expectation? And I think it just comes from the fact. And both of these are in this example. Mm. When we're looking at someone's profile, they're two-dimensional. So if you're a man who's driven by the visual, let's say that, this is a two-dimensional object of desire. Mm -hmm. And when women are looking at a profile, it's a two-dimensional picture of a person. Mm -hmm. This person looks like they like to go to baseball games and um, (laughs) they have a suit on, so they have a job. And, (laughs) oh, look, he has a dog. That's all you have, which is a terribly unfair way of of choosing. Oh, will I? Would I? No, like it's to totally go insane. Yeah. It's, it's not even unfair. It doesn't make any sense if you think about it. Like that's how we're meeting people. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. and you know there are other apps like OkCupid that allows you a longer profile, mm-hmm. which should sort of prevent that kind of quick objective or subjective, I should say, mm. that quick opinionated choice. Mm. But I'm finding that because everything's so quick in today's society, and we're scrolling through Instagram, just looking, making a two-second adjustment, that no one is even reading long profiles. So though, how, how do right. we get around this? We do not know. Um, I don't think online is the answer at, in the traditional way that we're looking at a traditional being Tinder not. and Hinge and all of that. Um, I think it's... Uh, I've had much more success going out with guys who like uh, meet me on Instagram or meet me on a Facebook because there's a bit of sussing out that occurs there. So there's a bit of like history, there's context. And you can probably see their real life they, instead absolutely. of like curated photos from like what I want to show you that I mm-hmm. look like. Uh, which is also Instagram, honestly. I use it like personally a lot for business. Um so you're promoting yourself, yeah. Pretty much, but yeah. my story is a human. So there, yeah. there's that. Um, it's the lack of the right information that's present to actually make you attracted to a person. Yeah. And it has everything to do with um, with your the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you move your face when you laugh at a mm-hmm. joke. And it's that that's got to be there. Yeah. Um, Hinge is not too bad with it because they let you, I, I have been off the other one, so maybe they've changed it. But Hinge lets you upload videos um, mm, to it mm-hmm, in place of pictures, mm-hmm. which I think is dead helpful because I probably would just upload a video going, hello, I'm this, I'm that, but you're this, should, you're we that. We should all do that. We should experiment. I never thought about that. That would be fabulous. Um, I like do a have slate? One l- like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
to use an actor term. Oh my god. Hi, I'm Jeanette. I've been single for oh gosh, ten years. Um, I really love ice cream. I'm curious. Why do you lead with that? <laughs> what? Uh, that I've been single for. 10 oh, years. I wouldn't. I was being okay. sarcastic because that's what we're talking about on on hashtag single. I don't Ooh, know that I would say that on it, a dating app. That would be interesting. Because I think a lot of people have been single for a very long time. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I don't, this has come up on the podcast before we Mm. talk about how people don't talk about being single Mm. and that there's a bit of shame around admitting you're single as Mm. if you have failed in some way or you haven't been, quote unquote, I hate this word, but chosen or picked, which has been, oh, wow, that's that's been said to me before. Um, That's sort of, so I think people don't want to talk about it. It's like uncomfortable state as if, uh, as if life is not working for you. And I just want to reclaim that. So when it was, it was hard for me to say I have been single for a decade. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to get better at saying unapologetically, I've been single for a decade. Half a decade. Come here. We're high five. We're high fiving across, across the table. <laughs> that was a um, terrible high five. Fingers touching. I, I'm I'm really short. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you could blame you could blame that on okay. me. Um, single wise, I'm Indian, so uh, but luckily again, the non-religious family helps with the no. They're not being a pressure on me to get married or whatever but we've got tinder in india in the form of our many aunties who are like oh like matchmakers want- yeah i have this boy he's in the other country but uh, are you wanting to oh sorry that's that's so offensive it's not offensive because <laughs> they're your aunts they're that's how aunt. they say- i can mimic my aunts like nothing <laughs> like it's it's offensive if i do it it's not offensive if no, you do it's it it's like how do you tell your aunt i've slept with far too many men she's gonna listen to this acceptable girl. to, you know, like a traditional Indian family. And I won't this. apologize for it because Indian women have been so boxed Oppressed. in. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I had to change my behavior being in an all-girls school because it would be too enticing for boys. It's kind of ridiculous. It's a culture. And that's something that I'm really interested in, like breaking norms. Like my parents knew that I was with a man who was 10 years older than I was. And we dated for five years. Yeah. Like I would stay over. He would stay over all the time. What do you think we were doing? Chanting the Hanuman Chalisa in our bedroom? Yes. Which, which is the, the Hindu equivalent of like a rosary or something. Like, what do you think we were doing? And <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. During sex. <laughs> so there is hope yet, is my point. Just but lie a lot. Just, yeah. In real life, <laughs> off app, everyone get yourself yeah. a good Indian aunt. Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, I will look you up, ladies. Really? <laughs> I'm useless. I might as well give them like good fodder, you know. And these are people that will take care of you. They've got jobs. They're well employed. Um, Can we just start like a whole matchmaking service from you and your family? I think that would be a And your friends, job. obviously. Oh my god! I'm into it. I'm into it. They'll find you a very good boy. <laughs> I don't it's know going that. to be fabulous. <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> Is there anything, any other kind of conflict that you have found with your, it sounds like you've been rebellious against the rules and your culture and your upbringing from the start, but is there any other kind of disconnect or, or discord that you found from the way you were brought up and where you were brought up mm. and like coming into not just American, but New York culture and dating or present day online dating? Like where do you find any discomfort between those two things? Um, Worthiness. So um, self-worth is a really, really big deal for me. Um, I went through a horrible breakup a few years ago and 
I didn't realize how much my identity was just wrapped up in being this person's girlfriend, this alpha male's mm. girlfriend, while I am a happy alpha female. Um, and we broke up. I was shattered. I was also in the middle of architecture, so that didn't help uh, for stress levels. Um, and then I spent like two months rebuilding myself from ground up um, did a whole lot. I'm a self-help junkie. So like, ply me with Tony Robbins, give me Marie Forleo, <laughs> like light me up Tim Ferriss. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I read so much and educated myself about what it is to be human as Priyanka and built my self-worth from the inside out out and then i put myself in an industry that basically rejects you 20 times a day which is why it's so easy for me now because um it's it's divesting your worth from anything that you're doing you are worthy because you exist on the planet mm. have a nice life you know yeah. um it has nothing to do with what you earn which is a huge thing for me culturally um, success. An American and New York. It, it's, yeah. I suppose it's an American thing too, right? Money equals success. <laughs> what am I talking about? Have I watched TV? <laughs> um, it was like a huge Indian thing. Indian is, uh, you, you are, you must be very well educated. And I'm probably the least educated person in my family currently. Everybody has a master's. I have a bachelor's degree in architecture, which was five years. So it's engineering. If that helps mom and dad. Um, I, I love them. They're great. Um, but, um, and then I, I went to conservative for two years which is not quite the same thing and everybody in my family is like PhDing and mastering and all of that and so for the longest time I felt like I had failed there but also I don't have to get a master's in order to be on Broadway I don't have to have a right. master's to be on TV I did that without having to do any of that and the second part is money you need to earn really really well in order to be considered a worthy human both ridiculous concepts and um i work every day or i allow myself to just release that every single day mm. going your worth has nothing to do with anything um and if you want to feel that external sense of like egoic worthiness train yourself to get that from treating people kindly Train yourself to get that sense of quote unquote worthiness because it will always be quote unquote worthiness yeah. from being that wonderful light for somebody who fucking needs it. Or it, it comes from giving, it comes from contribution. Because as soon as you've reached like that growth stage, the next part of fulfillment is really that giving. And that's what I mean by, uh, I really think an alpha male and an alpha female can completely exist harmoniously. Because when my alpha male partner, my amazing, um, uh, I'm, I'm just going to quote all the people that I've dated in my brain. I'm, I will not say their names out loud. Um, are shining. I feel so happy in my own sense of but worthiness. That's, that's because to you're play the tambourine a them. full human being and you have worked. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. I'm like, you have worked on yourself sure. to know your self-worth and you can bring that to the table. But the opposite, the other side of the equation is that you are seeking a person that you assume has done as much work Absolutely. on themselves yeah. as you, yeah. which is not a hundred percent the case. And I have found in general mm. that we as actors have to do the self-work because we are rejected all the time. Isn't that fabulous? And because you are exploring human behavior and human emotion mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. general, that we're a little more self-aware than mm. sort of like your average 
person in New York City. I'm, that is a large assumption, I know, that, but that's been kind of my experience. So maybe that's where the disconnect is coming in. You're coming in as a person who knows her value and knows her worth, but not receiving that person on the other side. I'm pretty quick. Um, technical fix for that tends to be um, I only go on dates with people that are demonstrably ambitious. Oh, damn, girl. <laughs> Meaning, girl, watch out, New York City. Oh, Brianka I, I is ready for sound, you. I don't mean this to sound elitist or anything. Don't. I, it own really it. really is not. Own it takes it. a certain kind of person who wants to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a turn on for me, too. Right. And they know themselves to a much larger extent than the than the rest of society. That's a terrible thing to say. That's. Um, let me be more clear about what I mean. Entrepreneurs in general are extremely ambitious. They've got vision. They have idea. They're not afraid of failing quite as much. They're not as risk averse. And for me, I like people that are not terribly risk averse because I am. And I think Mm. that's the balancing thing that I really enjoy. I like being around people that are far smarter than I am. It's not a comfortable feeling by any means, but... um, we're with each other for growth and for pleasure and to take care of each other, you know? Kyle sees, he's, uh, I don't know what he is. He used to be a comedian. Now he does a whole lot of motivational, wonderful stuff. He says every interaction needs to be a win-win-win. Uh-huh. So it's got to be a win for you. It's got to be a win for the other person. And it's got to be a win for the rest of the world as well, if you can make that happen. And I think that's particularly a fabulous way to look at life, it's isn't beautiful. it? It's and- beautiful. It's beautiful. At this point, I want to like, I can see Jonathan is like, <laughs> I, I want, I want, yes. Um, I know we have, we threw a lot of things on the table, but Priyanka also said some really beautiful nuggets as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us what it came top of mind. Anything that Priyanka said about um, that discord of our expectations versus what we bring to the table. Mm, well, yes, I was thinking about what you were saying with the with the apps and 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 how men view as a as a two dimensional object. Oh, I saw you nodding vociferously um, at that. I did well because we we can't talk about that without talking about pornography and and the addiction that that men have True in general story. or people oh. or that people have in general to pornography. Um, I I I gave up pornography about four months ago and I've been clean. I've been clean. <laughs> I have been clean. It is a drug. Congratulations. No, no, in all it is. It's an addiction you know, like, like anything it, else. It is a drug. It is. It's something you turn to, to feel good in the moment. Exactly. Absolutely. And, a, and it never ends up feeling as good as, as we think it will. Yeah. We, mm. we, we fantasize how, how, how it's going to feel. And, and, and I journal about that. I journaled about that and that's, that's why I stopped. And it was also getting in the way of my in real life, sex, sex life. Yeah, it, of course it does. Because yeah. I'm associating sex with with a two dimensional. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Instead of, of instead of a human being. Yeah. Um. And another thing, I, I was read porn. Uh, I enjoy that quite a lot. Hmm. Yeah, because you can you can imagine what you want I without the bodily effluvia, Great. which is never fun for anybody. <laughs> with the with the porn as well, it's like the expectations that men have when they go onto these apps cuz i i know that i've downloaded apps in in low moments like moments of loneliness like dating apps like, like dating apps yes and and then 2 days later i delete it because there's shame mm. cuz i'm like i i it was 12 and it was midnight and i was lonely and, and that's and why was, people reach was, out. And I was horny and I needed to download this app for this one moment to get this sense of connection. You want that high of like 
Exactly. Connecting exactly. So, with so I, another So I feel human like a being. lot of a lot of men use these dating apps for for their the, the lowest parts of themselves mm. to fulfill those lowest parts of oh, themselves. Wow. Whereas women are are using them to to for their higher self, it seems well, to as me. Priyanka said, as like to grow. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean I, I'm not on the apps anymore. I only I'm only trying to meet people in real life. And even still when I meet someone that's so beautiful and charming and I just want to date them, there's still this part of me that knows that I shouldn't because I need to I need to work on myself right now. But and I say that and I'm currently dating someone and <laughs> Wait, you're not single? I am I am I am no I am no 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 I am very single I will I will let that no let the record show I am single but I'm I'm dating dating in New York Okay okay I consider dating in New York as being single as as long as you're not as long as you're not exclusive with somebody Yeah yeah no I know I know you can do as long as you're not like exclusive with someone No no I'm definitely not exclusive with someone but then that does merge with but we are trying to bring people in here who are uh, positively single in their life while also going on dates. Absolutely. <laughs> um, anything else you want to share just to wrap things up? Like what emotionally really like you had that instinct to, to respond? Anything that Priyanka said? I, I just think it's really important for men to express themselves and to, and to, and to allow ourselves to be vulnerable and, and to, and to be honest with, with how we're feeling and to, and to communicate that I'm, I'm trying to to be the drop in the water mm-hmm. that encourages men to to open up, that encourages them to to cry if they want to cry, to journal, to to talk to their to talk to. But- and another thing that I'm trying to work on is also like telling my truth without trying to protect someone's feelings. And there's a difference between I think there's a difference between telling your truth, um, like being harsh about it, and I think there's a way that you can tell your truth compassionately. Absolutely. And, and radical, and compassionate, ex- honesty. Exactly. Exactly. Even though you know that this truth might hurt somebody, you're at least saying it with compassion mm-hmm. and mm. you're, and you're at least, I think that's very attractive. Yeah. Well, it's cause it's, it's going to hurt like no matter what, if something, if something is really truthful and it's something that's kind of conflicting with what like you might believe to be true. Mm-hmm. And then I tell you my truth and that just mm-hmm. creates disjunct within that it's going to hurt for a second but then the more that you settle with what that is yeah the easier it is to and hence growth exactly hence growth, hence exactly. growth. you guys what I are could... we on the planet here exactly. you know everyone should be dating the three of us because <laughs> we are so fucking woke um, I, could, I could talk for for hours all right. <laughs> we, all your condoms, we all could get off the pill let men get vasectomies because it's about fucking time girl that's another conversation altogether um i really the, the two of you are very very um beautiful human beings who are very in touch with your own personal truth and uh, know that you're on a journey for growth as I'd like to think we all are. So thank you for bringing that, that piece of beauty to the podcast, which can also be sometimes dark. Mm -hmm. Um, I I really enjoyed just hearing that and the positivity and knowing that there's good humans out there who can see us the way that we bring ourselves to the table. So thank you guys oh my so God. Thank much. You. Thank, thank you. you. I'm crying. Are you crying? Oh my God, you guys. Um, uh, yes. Thank you. If you guys, uh, and obviously the conversation doesn't stop here. If you want to have further conversation with Priyanka or with Jonathan, please just comment below um, or hit us up on any of our socials. Mm-hmm. Um, we love to continue these, these really interesting 
interesting in-depth <laughs> conversations about like what the fuck being single is all about and what are we all doing. Um, but thank you guys both so much for being my guest. Thank Jonathan, you. it was awesome Happy. to meet Happy. you. And uh, um, I look forward to hearing updates on your single lives. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We will catch you next time.